Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We are here to cover Spies, Eyes, and Allies episode 16. This one's coming out a little bit later than our episodes typically do for Spies, Eyes, and Allies or the recaps that we do. Holidays happened, family happened, travel happened. So we're here. I've been working over time to pay off all my best with Pat. So I've had to be absent (laughs) for a week and a half. As CT skates his way to the final with never seeing an elimination. So if you want to, I guess the only other point that we need to make, if you want to become a patron and listen to our All-Stars 2 recaps, which we plan to record immediately after this, you can go to patreon.com slash the challenge chronicles and subscribe for $4 per month and you get a bonus episode per week. You can find the link also in the description below and sign up there. Episode 16, thoughts? Uh, I mean, like every week, I feel like I tune into the show. I think, oh, maybe something different will happen this week. Maybe something you know new will emerge. And the Legion of Morris returns with another series of preposterous decision-making that we could see from a mile away. Dude, yeah. I didn't really get this at all. Uh, so why doesn't Tori want to go into elimination well i i think that there's could be some division in the house about whether or not this is gonna be an individual or team final so maybe she just thinks it's individual and then she doesn't want to no we've seen i think we've even seen her say that they think it's gonna tori says something different every episode though like she says oh we want to keep strong people around we don't want to keep strong people around like she she changes her mind about these things constantly so i I don't i think maybe in this time frame she wasn't about it all right, so I, I think that's the only way that this is, is defensible, right? Because if she is of the belief that this is a team final, she should want to go in, correct? We're all under agreement she on that. She should want to well, change teams. Well, let, 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 because now yeah. is the time, because she can go okay, but let, like What, what is so, Big so, beating her in, Rob? What is well, she, she want, she want to beat her in this? I don't know, Rob. I like, mean, Tori's been a disaster at puzzles at different points in time. She has not been good. Dude, Big T can't tie her shoelaces. Like, she wasn't that far off from beating, winning this one. I don't think Emmy's that good, though, either. I think Tori's, like... I mean, Emmy, like, we, we've bragged on Emmy plenty. She has won four eliminations to this point, so clearly she can at least beat who's in front of her. But the question... Like, she's been able to do that. Dude, she, like, think about... All right, so, first off, we've seen what the elimination is. We're talking about how they would do in a general elimination because we don't know the elimination beforehand, right? So yeah. we, we need to remember that. Second of all, think about the people, we, we've talked about this. Think about the people that Emmy beat in elimination. She beat Bettina in one that was purely physical. She beat Esther in Hall Brawl, who she's significantly bigger than. And then she beat Tracy in one of those first eliminations. Wait, who? Who's exactly, Tracy? exactly. Oh. Which feels like two years ago at this point, and that's I mean, part of the same season. I, I get that, Devin, but like a lot of people just trip up at a certain point. She hasn't to this point. I think she deserves some credit for that. What 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 I'm getting at though is, I, I think there's a decent chance an individual, and if it is team, like we we know Nelson can run. Like I don't know that it's they're it's done. Worth it to make that they're done. They play. can't do a puzzle. If, Nobody well, on that team can do a puzzle. They're fucked. If, if this is. If this is a team final, they're absolutely screwed. There's just I, I will I will I have a take on that that we'll get to later, but that that'll come up. I'll, I'll they're literally just handing CT a million dollars right now. What, whatever whatever odds you want on Ruby to finish first, you got them. Like <laughs> it's either yours. If this is wait, a team wait, final. Wait, are you are we is that is that uh, including team composition changing from here to now from here to then? Uh, no, the team composition would have to be fundamentally fundamentally be the same. Like if, oh, if somehow. That, that, yeah. That's a take I have. For you would have episode. to wait till after next episode to make that beneficial. Wow. 
So, all right. So we are in the agreement, though, that if this is, if she is of the belief that this is a, will be a team final, she should want to go in. I think, sure, she should want to go in. But, like, I don't think it's, I don't know. I don't think that's that's that that can drive. Tori's be best. Like, I can here. see wanting to stay out. Like she's had so many times where she's gone in and she thought she was a lock and she's lost. Like I can see not wanting to go in. Yeah. She lost to Anissa last season. She lost to Jenna the season before when Jenna was halfway out, like halfway outside the house. Like I can see, like, look, let's just Kate take risk out of my hands. I'll beat her till the final. At least I'm in the final. I still don't get how Jenna beat her in that elimination. Like that's a huge black mark on her career. It's a really you know, bad black mark. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like Jenna's like if Jenna can just like run straight back and forth, Jenna's good. So that, that was a good elimination for Jenna. Yeah. The, you know what's so weird though is like I said it a minute ago, but like they're just all handing CT a million dollar check right now. Like all of them, they're all stupid. They're all dumb. Every single person on this cast, actually, I think Nelson. And Kyle might be the second and third smartest people on this cast because Nelson at least knows his place in the game. He's like, "Well, I'm fucked." Might and well and N- Nelson has said Nelson has said on multiple occasions, at least outside of the show, that he was trying to throw CTNs. Nelson just never happens to win missions, so he, he's <laughs> no, never in position he just to do never that. Can. And then you've got Devin and uh, Josh, and, who's gone now, but the Goober twins over there. Uh, well, CT was keeping us safe, so we didn't want to throw him in. Uh, well, well, so come on, dude. I thought a the, couple. Of the, I thought the part real quick, and then you can go, Rob. I thought it was hilarious when Devin sat down Emerald after they won the mission and explained to them what he thinks that they should do, and they flashed to Amanda, and Amanda just kind of like rolls her eyes and smiles at the camera. She looks at the camera, and Devin continues to talk. So a couple of things with Devin before we rip into it again. I do think he's been, for one, a good character this season. I think he's been a necessary part of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's fallen into the trap that, like, Polly's been in in the past or Fessy's been in in the past where somebody turns into the masterminding villain and all Twitter can do is hate them when they're actually a very necessary part of what's going on. Yeah. And, I- um, and I think he largely has played well. A, he has done a good job of putting his assets in line. And I even think in missions, I don't know constantly talks about, he's always the one figuring out the best strategy for them. So I think yep. he deserves all the credit for that. But to me, he's a lot like, he's a lot like those teams that like get all the assets together, but can't make the final thing they need to do to actually be able to win a championship to get across the line. Or even like in Survivor, like how Russell Hans always cuts all these knives to get to the end, does everything he possibly can, but it takes absolutely nothing into consideration for what is actually going to happen when he gets to the finale where everybody hates him. Yep. Yeah. I, so you just... If you're him, particularly him, more than anybody else on this cast, because if this is a super running heavy final, then maybe like Logan or Nelson can convince themselves, okay, we got a shot. But Kyle, but Devin's skill set is just like lesser CT. Like he has bad, worse endurance than CT and he's worse at puzzles than CT. So even if it is puzzle heavy, CT's beating him Every 99 time. times out of 100. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is it's like they, you, you just had a great analogy. They were the Cubs prior to finally getting a World Series. They were the lovable losers in that they would have these great strategies and they would make a run to the postseason. But when it came time to actually make that crucial decision to win a game, they fell apart every freaking time, like heartbreakingly fell apart too. And you can listen to Devin's podcast interviews he's been doing. He's hedging his strategy real hard in these interviews. It's like, well, CT, uh, you know, he was keeping us safe and he wasn't causing any waves. So we just didn't want to rock the boat. It's like, dude, if he makes the final, he's going to win. Like, what are you doing? Like, there, get him he, out. He's won, he's won two of the past three now. And he, nobody else in this cast has won any. He's com- he's completely hedging for 
what's going to happen, right? He's just trying to get ahead of it. I think I think that's a huge tip of the cap, right? I mean, he he's he's tipped his cap a couple of times, right? He's tipped his cap with that. And then he's also given us a big indication that nothing will happen for Amanda this season based off of the way that he's spoke, spoken about her and the fact that he thinks that she's a huge layup. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Like they're all, I remember before this episode was, oh, Amanda's the worst thing that could possibly happen to Archie. She was good. How could, it, how could it all get worse than Amanda? And then Big T has some rumors that if Big T somehow wins an elimination, which is its own like forsaken outcome, that she may take Amanda's spot on this team. And it's it's DEFCON 1. Like it, it's like nuclear war is upon us. We have to do everything possible to make sure Big T doesn't get into elimination, which is, which is crazy. I mean, I definitely think that Big T is significantly worse than Amanda, right? I, I think, agree, but they did in an episode ago. They were all about how Amanda was the worst possible thing. Amanda, Amanda has skills, right? Amanda has yeah. some parts that she's significantly strong in. And I don't know if I really think Amanda has any parts of her game that I think are enormous weaknesses, right? I don't know if they're on a team format. Correct, right? Maybe individually, right, where strength isn't necessarily her she's biggest not that big. yeah but i mean i think there are other values that she brings to the table that far outweigh those deficiencies you know who she is she is a more combative paula she hasn't won anything yet but uh, very I similar the endurance paula does she does, i i think it will be not as good as paula but in terms of like a good teammate who's not going to amanda i don't feel like is going to cost your team a final you know, like she yeah, serves a role. She's not going to do anything that's going to tank the team in the final. She's also probably not going to do anything that's going to go above and beyond to help them win, but she will do her part. And that's all you can ask for in a team final. Just do your part. Yeah. So, I mean, Amanda has assets, right? She has parts of the game that she's good at, which will help, especially in the team season. Big T has none of that. Big T has one skill which occasionally becomes relevant and swimming. social game that's it no swimming right swimming. that i mean i don't even think she's particularly great at her social game right uh, everybody likes that's also so not wait, a social they game also wait to the one end way or the other the other is really an asset in a team season too because that's not like, you look for in a teammate because if people just like you that doesn't necessarily mean you, you have a good social game i mean case in point all-stars too which we're about to talk about in a few minutes everyone likes ryan keogh that pretty much really help him out this week <laughs> yeah like it doesn't and, and honestly sometimes it's kind of a negative on a team season because i kind of want the person everybody hates on my team so they throw them in elimination and not me <laughs> yeah well that's also true see wes in the ruins yeah yeah exactly Which, by the way for everyone listening to this pod if you have never checked out johnny bananas podcast go listen to the interview with Darrell. absolutely incredible absolutely fascinating so much insight, not just into All-Stars, but what he thinks production is doing. It's great. We will talk um, about it more when we review All-Stars. So if you're not a Patreon, there's a tease. Um, I also thought that Devin blaming Amanda and Tori for Josh going home was absolutely absurd. Like, I was offended by that. The, the, when the format switched and it turned from pairs into teams and we figured out you could call people to go into elimination, Devin and Josh's red alarm should have been going bonkers that yes. like if we're available for elimination we have a, a very good chance of being picked so yes. the number one thing we need to be able to do is just win every single guy's day and you know the best way you do that get ct the frick out of here so yes. that the other team doesn't have ct on it that's yes. what you need to do like if he's if they're if josh is available he's like he's won one elimination where he was spiking balls off a uh, table because michi couldn't solve a slide puzzle like it's just he's such a layup there yep 
it, it's ridiculous. And I, I just cannot, I know we've kind of talked about this a lot, but I literally cannot wrap my head around how Devin thinks he's this political genius in the game. Like granted, he's played a good game, but he's been playing against a cast that's half rookies and half of those, probably most of those rookies were just trying to get Instagram followers to come on the show. You know, that's why they were on the show is to get more Instagram followers. Okay. This Let's is, be real. So like, that, he's not playing against elite competition. So his political game looks great because he's playing against terrible people. I don't know. I, I think he's, I, I think he's been pretty solid. And all that being said, this is still by far his most impressive season. Oh yeah. No, that, there's no question there. This is by far his best performance. Start to it depends on how much you rate a uh, skull pulling ability uh, as a skill. <laughs> uh, well, they went home and then they got brought back on they that got season. Back, so, yeah. you know, Man, what a mess. Yeah. Let's not go there. What did we, what did we think of the mission? Uh, I've actually thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Like, everybody's going the same so the basic format i think is good but again this still prioritizes people that have more people on the team well they did give emerald a little bit of a disadvantage you see they pushed their car and safe a little bit farther back than everybody else's i don't think that was intentional right that was probably based on their own ineptitude i don't think that was (laughs) whether whether it was intentional or not at least was there it was an equalizer Quote, unquote. I thought um, one thing that did bother me about this mission was that you kept hearing from both cast members and the way production was portraying things or not really how production was printing, but like, oh, Ruby and Emerald were like neck and neck. Did you look at their saves while no. it was going on? No. It Emerald was, so was far like ahead. a decent it amount ahead. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But that was odd. I mean, it's, it's just that how many people does Emerald have on their team at this point? Five. And how and how many people does Ruby have on their team? Three and yeah, three. They're only down one. Well, Big T so, really doesn't count. So she was fine. This that, that, I was sort of climbing in a Sapphire's car, which is hilarious. That, that should be, in, be an indication of how much that extra person helped, right? The Emerald only had one more person on their team. And the got men on Ruby were Nelson and Logan. And the men on Emerald were Emmanuel and Devin. And Emerald still won by, based off of what you said, a pretty decent at least a trip and and a half at least and now and it seemed like nelson and logan i mean tori would help logan a little bit but they were pretty much just solo carrying the bags every Mm -hmm. time they didn't seem to have much issue whereas devin uh was huffing and puffing a little bit and in case he was helping him out yeah if the the big thing that helped devin in this situation is that he didn't have to carry a bag solo every time like he does not have that endurance so that was what was really funny during that deliberation where he got called out about Hey man, we all saw your uh, endurance there, you know, blah, 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 blah. And everybody jumped to Devin's defense. I'm like, well, no, I actually agree with him. His endurance was not great in this mission. Well, like, that should give you pause. That was such a weird interaction with them in the deliberation, right? Because Dallison 85% defends him when, when they're talking. And then he starts chirping at him. And then Nani's like, you guys aren't even up for elimination. And Devin's like, we're not up for elimination. We shouldn't be arguing. Like, maybe it was editing chicanery very much seemed like you started the argument who nelson no Devin. Devin started well, the argument well i mean nelson kind of gave him that like backhanded compliment yeah but Devin. i mean Devin just took it Devin took it i i don't know if he took it the wrong way i just think Devin was looking for a reason to like assert himself in that deliberation because he thinks he's running the game I mean, he he is running the game right now. He's, the, he, right? he's got the most capital right now. Some, someone someone has to be running the game, right? Someone has to be in the uh, I don't know that that's true. 
I don't know I, if someone I, has to be. I think someone can have the most capital at any point in time. He has the most. Yeah, that's 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 what I mean, right? So someone someone is like he's ahead, running but, the game, but, but he's but not like, running the game fully effectively. <laughs> that's yeah, the totally. problem. I, yeah. I, I that's different. Yeah, I, I just think that at a given time, someone is in the lead for a game. How much they're in the lead. It, it could be a very small amount. It could be almost indistinguishable, but so, someone's ahead. And I definitely don't think that he's necessarily performed perfectly, but I definitely think he's getting a little power crazy. I, I, do we also think that like, that's like, does, did Casey and Nani, like, are they much behind him on the power ladder or do they just keep quiet? Oh, Nani's just silent. Yes, Casey, whatever you say, Casey, that's what Nani's I mean, role is, right? I, 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 I don't know. I think that's kind of fair. I mean, for for all we know, Casey is really the one in charge. I mean, she, she, yeah. I think she's in, she's honestly in the best position of anyone in the game, right? Yeah. She's, 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 whisper, no she's one is calling walking to the final. She, she, she's she ice skated to, to the final, right? She was in no danger at any point this season mm-hmm. for the third season in a row, too. And no one would have called her out because she appears to be a tough out in elimination. So people are not going to be anxious to go, I want Casey. So, like, whereas, like, we've talked about Josh and Devin, they're available. It's like, I want yeah. one of them, please. Because I, people people say this about Survivor in the or, or well, I think Fishbox says this about Survivor that good Survivor play is often boring, and I would definitely say the same thing is true for the challenge, right? Good good challenge play is often boring. Case in point, Casey, right? She is. I mean, she's cakewalked to three finals in a row in her first three seasons, and you just like she's almost never on TV. And Nani has barely been on the season either, right? Yeah, that's been really weird to me. I actually think she deserves some credit for. I forget, did she win two or one individual missions when they were in Paris? One. At this point, I don't even remember who Nani's partner was. She, she was uh, with Logan yeah, and Gabo. Logan and Huey, and remember? She kept getting traded around because everybody wanted Nani. Uh, but everybody said she has trained much harder this season. And she clearly hasn't been a liability at any no. point this mission, which I wish, which probably would have thought she would have been looking at the constitution of the team so yeah. far. So I, I think she deserves some credit. And I don't think... I don't know if she'd be the reason I'd be picking against Emerald if it is a team final. Yeah, no, I, it wouldn't. And I wonder how much of a wake-up call the double agents final was to her. Yeah. She had a great partner who had the potential to help her win a final, and they lost because her cardio wasn't up to snuff. That's really what it boiled down to. I mean, I don't know if either of them were topping CT and puzzle side. No, but still, they could have been closer. I mean, they still came in third. They weren't yeah. close. <laughs> so... All right, who – I think the uh, – I won't get into that. All right, the elimination. What did we think about the format? I actually liked the elimination setup. Yeah. It's nice to have something a little bit different. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious that they had, like, the blinders to keep the cast from helping, but CT was still able to help Big T. Like, that was weird to me because if you notice, they had, like – a blinder set up so that the cast quote unquote I didn't notice see it. that. Oh dude, it was I like did a, not, yeah. it was a it was like a uh it was two sides of a wall basically and they basically put it not so that the two competitors couldn't see but so that the people behind them that's why CT kept saying, "Hey, if you will put it on the ground over here, I will do the puzzle for you, Big T." And she was I mean, I wonder if production was like you can't do that. Like off camera it was a you can't do that. So he couldn't see the puzzle when it was on only when it got platform. only when it was built up in certain places, I think, because he couldn't see what was closest to being. He was barking team. a lot though. Yeah. Because so I one of my friends pointed this out. I watched the last half of that episode with friends, and I think I don't know if he made the observation or I made the observation that 
once they saw the elimination and the fact that there was a puzzle is a component of it, you almost don't want to go against Emmy because that means that you will essentially be going against CT in a puzzle, right? Um, and I don't know how much that screen played a factor. And at the same time, I don't really know how much help CT was able to give Emmy. I don't think he was able to give her much help. I think she just figured it out. It took a long time. From what I heard, this elimination went on for a very long time. And someone just fell into the right Basically, answer. Basically, she fell into the right answer. I heard that this one took upwards of two and a half hours. Oh my there- God. How is that that's possible? A lot, that's a lot of ice baths. Do you think that they just stopped making them go back at some point? Or just probably, make them go back? They probably, they probably like, just stretched out the time. Yeah, adjusted the times at the very like least. Like once every um, 10 minutes instead of once I every I think it's like they're both pretty short. So they probably could like barely see what they were doing with the puzzle pieces, but they had, they had it set up. Yeah. Really? I don't know. It didn't seem like that was a factor. It seemed like it was low enough that they could get a full view of what was going on. Really? That's yeah. Big T short, man. Uh, someone told me that one of my friends told me that she saw Big T re- officially retired from the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that did come out. We'll, we'll see if that sticks or not. Maybe we'll get like a Big T. She's gone to cooking school and she's officially been accepted and she, there we go. There, she's out. I mean, Food Network, if, call her up. If someone gave me decent odds on this, I would totally bet up on Big T being back on another season. Like, I, I, I think this doesn't stick whatsoever. I don't know, man. It just depends. Like, if she's serious about becoming a chef, there's no money in that. There's there's no money in that initially. You have to get really good and borderline like excellent to do it. But if she really know. wants to dedicate herself to it, I mean, when she gets done with school, she's just going to have to work and pay her dues and she can't reset every time the challenge calls. So it just What if she just reformats all of her Instagram and YouTube stuff to cooking content? I mean, That's why different. should it? That, so why does she have to go to like I mean she she could do that and become a cooking influencer but if she if her intention is to go to cooking school and then get a job as a cook and then try and work her way up the ladder I mean that's like that's a tough Years. road my that's friend a rough, that's uh, a rough one but, but if it's... if she wants to if she wants to become a cooking influencer right and go on and make cooking content going on the show can only help her Rob. That that can only benefit. That's probably, her. That's probably true. I mean, well, I, you I, never I, know. She might course correct, and somebody will advise her, like, "Hey, you could go be a chef, or you could make a million dollars a year doing the challenge and doing cooking stuff on YouTube." Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd rather be, do that. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd sit her down and be like, "Big T, you can do both. These aren't mutually exclusive here." I, well, I'm curious. I mean, she was on Shipwreck before this, so it wasn't like she was on. She would have been making that much money just off of doing that. And all of that being said, I mean, I don't want to see Big T on the show ever again, right? I don't, I don't think I need to see this storyline play out. It's pretty much the the same story every season. Big T comes on the show. She's friendly with people. Everyone likes Big T. Everyone is frightened to be partnered with Big T or on Big T's team in the final. Big T goes home. The moment she goes against someone decent in elimination, that's what happens. Has she ever won an elimination? Uh, she beat Anissa last season. I'm shocked. What did she beat her in? In the one where they were like had ropes, they were tied to the thing, and they had to pull themselves around down. Was it, remember this? Was Anissa just not capable of competing in this? Uh, she she didn't move. She didn't move very far. She did not move far at okay. all. Okay. All right. You don't remember that, really? I mean, I tried. It was pretty bad. A lot of. It's pretty. Bad. A lot of couple agents. Uh, 
I mean, look, we, we all know my uh, vicious takes against the Food Network, so we won't get into that. Um, all right, here, hold on. I got something real quick. So this was a very polarizing thing that came up last week. It came up at a dinner that I was at on Wednesday night, and I brought it up with people uh, since then, and it's a, it's a very polarizing topic. Okay. okay. So the question is, it is not, do you like this pie, right? That is not the question. The question is, do you think this is a popular pie? All right. Do you think cherry pie is popular? No, no. What? See, this is fucking crazy. I've never so had is, a piece of cherry pie in my entire. I, don't I think this is. I think this is a regional thing. I think that's what it is, right? Okay. Because like, and I think p- people on both sides of this think the other side is crazy, right? So this may be a West Coast thing. No, I think I think Trace have a very uh, global mindset where we can appreciate that for even in our. Mid-Atlantic area, the cherry pie might not be popular. It could be popular the, in other areas. The I will other tell you people. that on the East Coast, the popular pies, especially around the holidays, are in order. Pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie, pecan pie, and apple pie. So I'd probably the, put apple above pecan, but you, you've got, you're in the ballpark, yeah. So I looked up a list afterward that ranked the most popular pies. I'm not exactly sure what science they used to determine this. It was the top 25 most popular pies. Pecan pie was number two. That's not number, right. Num- number number 20 was cherry. Number 21 was apple. So in this... Okay. Right, Glo- globally or in the one. country? Say that again? Chocolate globally pie in the country. number one. No, it was like some peanut butter pie. Yeah, that's not. That's a bad well, that's just, Is it globally or in the list. country, Devin? Is it here or is it everywhere? I, Rob, you know, I don't know. It's you know, buzzy. Like, you, okay. need, you need to source correct these. Uh, I don't, I'm not going on here, Devin. What's going on here. There was... Uh, how do we feel about key lime pie? Key lime pie is awesome. It's fine. I love pie. I don't need very much pie, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember. It's probably been years since I had a slice of pie. Actually, that's not true. Someone forced me on Wednesday night to have a <laughs> piece of pumpkin pie. My mom's super hot take about pumpkin pie was thumbs down because it's a vegetable. It should not be in a pot. Uh, what if it's a sweet potato then? She, same thing. Thumbs down. She doesn't get it. Is that a grain though? uh no it's not a grain it's not a, oh no, it's, it's a, a starch it's a tuber right i don't know it tells you how bad spies lies and allies are if we're discussing tubers yeah uh, well we discuss a lot of tubers just not usually pies usually it's these people who come on the show and want more instagram followers yeah um i you know somebody asked me on discord like what i thought about the episode and i was like you know what for where we are in the show right now wasn't good it wasn't bad it e was a serviceable end of the season type episode like every season has this type of episode towards the end where everybody knows what's going to happen everybody knows who's going in an elimination everybody knows what the outcome is going to be and that is just an inevitability towards the end of seasons next week is a little more interesting to me because more than likely kyle is going to get voted back in more than likely so is he going to go after Nelson or Logan? Because that's assuming Emerald wins, though. Let's let's safely assume Emerald's going to win. And even well, I I don't know that that's because the, the next week's mission. Um, did you see what it was in the preview? What is it? No. Uh, c- cuff your ears if you don't want spoilers for next week's mission. But it does seem that there's going to be some turn-based thing where they each have to run across a mm-hmm. uh, platform while other people are swinging stuff at them. So I don't know that their numbers advantage would come into effect positively there and it's, it could even be a negative because then they could have bad times that could hurt their team so i actually think a thinner team like ruby could have a shot <sighs> either way well, right, so well, here let's talk about that then so if ruby wins what happens 
I think they throw CT in. You you would think, right? You would well, think. So here, here here's so we'll, we'll get to it now. So here's my take. Here's my hot Rob take for my prediction for how the rest of the season is going to go, which is probably not going to happen. But I think Ruby wins next week. I think they put CT in against Emmanuel. Why do you think CT I, wins? CT flips to Ruby. The three of them win the million dollars. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, say that one more time. I think CT's going to Ruby. He's running the final. Why does Nelson he go to Tory? Because he because he solves all the puzzles. Nelson Tory can run. They just move. And he's going to take Logan off of it, so it's going to be yeah. Nelson Tory and CT. We knew he wanted to be on a team with Nelson Please. earlier in the season when he got to pick teams. And I get proven right because I've had Nelson and Tory winning the season for the whole time. That's even where you're after. Down you're after million dollars based on how it goes. I mean, I definitely... It's plausible. It's very plausible. And the only reason I will give you plausibility here, Rob, is I feel like CT genuinely likes Emmy, but he doesn't trust Kyle fully for the final. And he might feel like he has a better shot with Nelson and Tori than Emmy and Kyle. I I think it's plausible. Will I do? I think it's going to happen. I don't know, but I I think it's plausible. That's a a tough question i don't know it's probably not that tough but if you had to run a final with nelson and tory or kyle and emmy who would you rather want run with nelson i think that's pretty tory. close i don't think that's that open and shut i i didn't hear anything you guys just said my, my zoom was flipping out who would you how close do you think this is for who you would rather run a final with nelson and tory or emmy and Kyle, how how close do you think those two pairs are? I think it's close. Somewhat. I just think that Nelson and Tori have both run finals and been functional. Like they haven't. So and they Kyle. also have a skill set that if they have somebody do puzzles for them, like I think they'd be like we saw they were in, they were good in this mission. The two of them at least. Every, every Emma, we don't know how she's going to be in a final. We've seen her in pressure situations. She can crack. And Kyle's endurance has been up and down over the years. I don't know. I feel like everything that you can say about Nelson, you can also say about Kyle. But I do agree with what you're saying about Emmy, right? We just have no idea. And we've seen Tori at least be be able to perform. And you also have to remember, CT ran a final with Tori. And Nelson. And Nelson. And with Tori, she was on his team and performed well. The only reason she didn't win is she couldn't solve the puzzle. So if you take that away, he's probably looking at that going, that's a safer bet for me. I could... That's why I say it's plausible. I don't know if that's how that's going to play out, but I could see that happening. Do, do that I get credit if that happens? If that happens, happens, I will wear an I Love Ryan Kehoe shirt. There we go. That's what we like to hear. CT's going to Ruby, and then he's winning the final with the three of them. So next well, I don't want to make a shirt. I'll put it as my background. I'll have somebody photoshop. No, we'll, we'll, we'll find a way to get a shirt. So next week is most likely the last episode before the final begins, correct? Well, one would assume unless there's like a purge the episode. After. I don't but think I, there's a purge, man. The cast episode is episode small after. enough now. They just need to let this play out. So, Rob, you, th- you think that's the most likely scenario for what's going to happen next week? I mean, most likely. Or what, or what you think like, is a possibility? I, I think it's a significant possibility. What do you think is most, well, let, let's talk about what we think is most likely to happen. Well, I still think there's a, I still think it's more likely than not. It's individuals to some degree at the end. I, I know. I'm just talking about next week. Next week. Oh, um, I really think, that, I mean, I really think that's in play next week, particularly if Ruby wins. It's just with the teams. You just never know who's going to win these things. I, I mean, Sapphire I, wins. Who do you think Sapphire would put in if they win this time? Kyle. Kyle. Oh, no, they They're can't put Kyle team, because Sapphire would be on their team. I think Kyle is honestly <laughs> better off 
going in and being able to pick his opponent this episode. And the reason being is, is if he really wants to run this final with CT, he has to go in and win. If he doesn't, someone's going to take his spot. Like there's to I don't me, know almost no question. You think if Devin Sapphire, Romano will switch? I think they'd stay. If Sapphire, if Sapphire wins, I think that they either put in Nelson or Emmanuel probably. I think they put in Emmanuel. Well, see, I think if Sapphire wins, they will put in Emmanuel because it rocks the least boats for everybody. Yeah. But Emmanuel probably calls out Nelson. It's just hard to say. We don't and know. What Nelson, it's see, that's Nelson. where I think we're headed. I really think that. I, I really do think that Sapphire has a chance to win this. And so what will probably happen is Emmanuel gets thrown in. He calls out Nelson and Nelson takes Kyle's spot on Sapphire. I'm curious if Nelson would switch. I just have no clue yeah, what he's up to. I definitely think he would switch. He would totally switch to CT's team. He's, he's not like running a final. Every day, in and out. You see it doesn't matter when a million dollars is on the line. Fuck that. No. Nelson. <laughs> Nelson's Logan talked about this earlier in the season, but Nelson really is Ruby until death. It seems like that's a, that's the thing. Also, he's so loyal. I mean, he won an elimination for Cole. He's he switching. Stick it I, out with Ruby. I think he probably goes to like what would make sense, right? So if if he gets tossed in, if he goes to Emerald, the, I don't think he would take Devin's spot. I know that's what I mean. I it, it wouldn't make sense because if if he if yeah. he takes Devin's spot, then. Unless that, he went in against Logan somehow. That team really isn't that great. If mm-hmm. uh, it, He would go to Sapphire. He would take Kyle's spot. That's exactly what I think is happening. I think that you might see CT, Nelson, and Emmy run in the final together. Not a bad team. I think he's fine to run a final with as a team as long as he's not doing any puzzles or no. Yeah, it's, that's why he goes with CT. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. That's what, that's what I've talked about when I talk about how it's – for me, it's tough to see Nelson winning the final – because his deficiencies are so great. But that being said, I think he still can win a final if someone's there to pretty much make it so that he doesn't have to do any puzzles, he doesn't have to do any math, well, right? That's what has to be in place for him to win. Well, I mean, hypothetically, if CT, if these people had some type of IQ and put got CT out of here well before this point, like who's good at puzzle these guys? Devin. 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 He, like, can't run. That's, that's it. <laughs> Devin, we don't know about Emmanuel. Uh, Logan, Kyle, we don't really know. Great. Logan, no, we don't know. Yeah, Kyle, we know is terrible. Uh, Logan, we think is. Okay. I feel like this has come up for Logan. I think the, Logan would probably be fine. I, I think we've seen him be competent at some point early, earlier. He is. Season. I feel oh. like because of his Survivor background, he's done puzzles on Survivor, and even right, though, Emmanuel has too. Then, so like, we don't really know, but I think it's safe to assume they're at least. Competent. Like, we don't know I mean, so, be trapped. I think I think that's different than Nelson, where we know Nelson is bad, right? No, for sure, Nelson is bad. That is Nelson fair. is bad. Well, that's, I just think a lot of these these guys suck at puzzles. Like it's just yeah. they all suck. Well, what's I funny know, is I remember Nelson did we, like we, a confessional last year. He's like, I've got puzzle apps on my phone, and I'm working, and yeah, he's still he's bad. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start a online. I'm gonna become an online coach. Uh, where people from the challenge can come to me and I will teach them how to do puzzles, right? We're going to, I'm going to like, I'm going to pass out worksheets. Like we're in second grade. Uh, I'm going to walk around and like look at people's papers. Uh, you, you can let me be the political coach. Like I'm going to teach you how to not suck at politics. Let's figure this out. Like if you get in this we, situation. We can really do a master. We should do this. This is a bad idea. 
if you like, get in this situation, you always throw CT in. <laughs> if you have an opportunity, throw him in. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? He comes back and throws you in. Guess what? He was going to throw you in anyway, so who gives a fuck? Like, that's just throw him thing, in. Man. Like, these people are like, oh, CT's been loyal to me. Have you watched him the past couple of times? <laughs> like, I just don't. Like, like how stab you in the back so quick. You won't I, even I know it is Like, Wes shows up on the show, and it, it's like Machiavelli has risen from the grave, and he, it's like he can't move two steps without somebody trying to put him in. <laughs> CT backstabs people every single chance he gets, and he never gets any heat for it. All right. So this is a good opportunity to talk about this. We got a listener email about this from okay. Marie. Have either of you read this? No, I haven't checked our email in a while. I'm a bad. Is it is it Marie host. Rhoda or a different Marie? Uh, this is not Marie Rhoda. Uh, I don't we I don't read her emails out loud. They're a little too racy. Uh, <laughs> and that says a lot. Based on That's a lot for our about. show. Yeah. So you have to be a Patreon to hear this. We're just kidding. We don't actually get emails from Marie. Continue. Right. Everyone talks about TC. Or the title of this email is CT versus Kyle. So Rob, Rob, get ready. So like start <laughs> mentally preparing your uh, rebuttal for this. Your ankles. Everyone talks about CT screwing over Kyle, but never mentioned context. I listen to a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Votes classified last season, and I watched the aftermath. Last season, which is shown on air, Kyle voted for CT first elimination and voted for him multiple times, even saying he wanted to get CT out. Cam during her recap said. Kyle told her that CT asked to get thrown into elimination and they both told him no. Kyle admitted during one of the aftermaths that the plan he presented CT last season for the last elimination was his plan to get CT versus Fessy. On War of the Worlds 2, Kyle was working with Theo, Bear, Georgia, Bananas, Laurel, and that whole crew who wanted to get CT, Rogan, and D out. Theo did an interview and said that CT did go up to him and ask if he wanted to work together, but he told CT no. He said CT asked Rogan and Josh, and they said yes. That's really the only two seasons they did this dance with each other. CT wasn't on Vendettas. He left third episode on FR and War of the Worlds 1. But to act like CT is just screwing over Kyle for no reason is false. I don't think he has no reason. I would agree with that completely. I think that usually he screws over Kyle when there's good reason to screw over Kyle because it would be better for CT. It'd be game. better for CT. I, I do think she brings up some very good points there. I, I guess I would say that Kyle hasn't had situations where he's expressed being in alliance with CT and then actively backstabbed him. But at the same point, Kyle doesn't win very much. So he's not in that position to do that all the time. I think the one difference, though, is... I feel like, especially on double agents, yes, he was gunning for CT at the beginning, but so was the whole damn house. There was not a single person other than Ashley. Yeah, CT and West were not, were not long. Like, they, they, were, get, they were all about, we want new champs. So we're throwing CT and West in, and then it backfired on them because it was only a female elimination. Excuse me. So it backfired on them. And then they had to be more strategic and they were able to get rid of West, but they could never get rid of CT after that. So it's one of those things where sure, Kyle was upfront about throwing CT in at double agents. However, as the season progressed, alliances had to shift to a combat, the big brother Alliance. Cause Kyle was definitely persona non grata there. CT was not working with Big Brother. So it 
came across as they had an unspoken agreement that they were working together as the season progressed. And then CT threw a man and stabbed him in the back, which is what CT needed to do to save himself. So, I mean, it was the right call, but I can understand why Kyle Field felt the way he did, because I think they were kind of working together as the season progressed. And then he felt like he got screwed because he thought CT was not going to be in bed with big brother and big brother kind of let him out of it. I would also say, I think that part of the difference is when Kyle does something against CT, it's usually like it's part of a group or not him individually coming to a decision to like, like CT, Kyle's like slapping CT across the face. CT is taking a shotgun out and blowing <laughs> Kyle out of here. Like yeah. it's just completely getting, and also on War of the Worlds too, there is that scene, um, the episode where Johnny's very clearly going to get put in. That Johnny says if he switches over, he's going to work with Kyle and CT on War of the Worlds too. So I don't know that Kyle was explicitly against working with CT on War of the Worlds too. And he did seem pretty surprised when Jocelyn Rogan put him in. Um, I just think he tried to do a CT light type of gameplay that did not work for him. We got a lot of CT versus Kyle this episode. I, that was pretty much dominated the first half kind of, of, of the him. Devin, Devin versus Tori, which make me vomit too, by the way. So we got, we got. CT calling a team meeting early on the episode with Emmy, which consisted of him and Emmy, where he asked Emmy why he thought Kyle switched onto their team. And then we got Emmy talk to Kyle later in the episode about how she wanted to see Kyle make up with CT. And Kyle was (laughs) like a woman in a damaged relationship saying that she doesn't want to put herself out there again, only to get hurt one more time. The, thi- the thing is, too, like, the CT is like, well, he came over for two reasons, safety or sabotage. Well, what does sabotage angle be? For There's him? no reason to sabotage. Like, I don't get what that means. So let me, yeah. let me provide something from Darrell's interview with Bananas that I found absolutely fascinating. So he compared all-stars to double agents in that interview. And he said the difference between the flagship show and all-stars is all-stars go so fast. You don't have time to second-guess your decisions, and you don't have time to really think through strategy because it went so fast, and stuff would happen so late, and eliminations would go late. They would literally come back from elimination and basically go to bed. So, like, there was activity, activity, activity constantly happening. On the main show, he was like, on Double Agents, there was so much free time that you get inside your own head and you think through 80 different scenarios. And he's like, when you get home and watch it, you realize how irrational you were being. Hmm. But because you're in that environment, you're overthinking everything because of how much downtime you have. I can see that. Interesting. Here's one thing we have to get to, too, before we, we finish this up. So yeah. CP at one point in this episode says that he's always going to try in missions. He's always going to put a <laughs> Like, when we go through the top missions zone in history, it's... Five out of the top six or CT? Yeah, we, we have to do that episode. But like, I mean, like that—that that was like, I mean, come on, man. Like, what's your, what are we doing? What's what's your favorite one of all time? It's got to be for me. I we never. It's like one I always bring up that other people don't like. It's, it's got to be the yoga on War of the Worlds too. <sighs> no, that it's ridiculous. Me. That, that was Gauntlet Three with the pyramid and Danny and Evan and all of them. Well, we just go. Sticking the finger in is better. The finger. No, I like. Yeah, see, yeah. I love the one. There's so there's three in Gauntlet Three, right? <laughs> yeah, so there's three. Grace in Gauntlet just named three. one. You just named one. Mine is CT in the Gauntlet Three, where they're throwing the elimination to put Coral in, or I don't even know if it's necessarily Coral or another woman on the. It was supposed to be Katie, I think. But he 
is climbing to the bottom of the ladder. They, they have to climb to the bottom of the ladder. And he just lets go. No, he, no, 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 no. They have to climb to the bottom of the ladder and retrieve a flag or some other object. I, I think that's a basic premise. But he, you don't even need to climb to the bottom of the ladder to oh. do it, right? He goes all the way down to the last rung, hangs on with like one arm, and then like lets go. <laughs> he does pull-ups first. Well, too, yeah, he does a pull-up first. I don't too. remember. Coral is incensed right she is just absolutely livid and brad goes over there and has the audacity to actually trying to defend CT. no no man that was the strategy <laughs> that, was, that was what he was up to because there's that i also remember um this the, the, the actual throwing isn't as good but just on the inferno how brutal he is to leah when he's like you just suck so oh I'm gonna throw the God, mission you yeah the other one has to be abe just going down the thing throwing flags in the air yeah going, Woo! just like blatantly that's definitely one. Oh my gosh but yeah but that, that i mean i, I could on war of the worlds that was so <laughs> that, that was such an absurd comment by him ct on war of the worlds 2 didn't try at all except for the swimming mission that was the only well, time the end, he, he tried, tried more, but, yeah, but the just... whole like first three quarters of that season ct could have been eating a sandwich on the sidelines the way he was playing the game it is crazy he wins that season and he has like one fight with josh from the first episode and then he's just not heard from again he's papa ct guiding the the uk he's, team he's in a similar vein this season too where it's just uh, uncle ct is the only plot line we seem to get from him yeah. all right so let, let's let's cover all the random parts that some people would be furious let's, about let's get past about. this devin and tory let's, thing quickly let's, okay because like well, we here, just get past it no let, let, all right let, let's do the, i was going to get through the stuff that like we literally just need to say two words about and then okay. we can get all right yeah, so let's, let's get the checkbox out boat trip anything we have to say i completely forgot wow whatever um i mean not whatever really. right i'm glad they got a fun day off seriously but giving the only thing that bothers me about it was they're on the screen giving credit to TJ for scheduling the boat trip for him. Like, come on. Like, y'all you are just... the rest of the production crew resents him for that? Like, he gets credit for every single decision. Well, I think that's, that's by design. Like, they want the, 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 they want the show to come across. Like, TJ oh. is masterminding all these challenges and all the finals, and that's why they pitched who, the show. Who makes these decisions? Like, who makes the decision that they want... Like, who, who the fuck is in charge? You know, like... Uh, of the boats, you're saying, or just in general? Or just no, in general. Who's in, no, who's in charge of the decision that they want to portray that TJ is the one who allowed them to have a boat trip? Or that TJ allowed them to have a party? Or in All-Stars 2, where TJ made the decision that they all crawled across the planks and then yeah, like what, eliminations. What, like, fuck face? Like, like... How bad do you think like CT is in those confessionals and they're like saying, all right, read this. TJ didn't fucking book this. It's okay. Just read the you, card. Like that's the they, way that goes. Do you think they have cue cards, bro, at yeah. this point? Oh, yeah. That's fucking insane, dude. Like, oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? You think they don't? Dude, I, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't think I really thought about it. I, I honestly, until now, like thought probably no, but like it's, it's crazy, dude. Like, do you think they have that on All-Stars? No. Uh, cue cards for who? Anyone cast on All Stars. I think some of them probably have some kind of cue cards. Well, they might have cue cards to say, "Get this point across." Get this point. I, across. I don't see like I, I don't think that's that egregious of a thing. I think, like, I, I think I think I think that Spies, Lies, and Allies and Double Agents have been really bad with cue cards because it's obvious production is feeding them sound bites, whether they're giving so them a bad. cue card or they're telling them say this. 
Or like CT's hyping up Josh as a real threat to win. When yeah, he, like, he's hey, hype up to see Josh like he's a threat to win. Oh, I don't know, man. You know, Josh, he was out there. He was swinging back and forth. He might get this. Like, the moment <laughs> Nelson said, I think Big T's got this, I was I like, think, I, to be fair, I think Nelson is, has no cue cards. I, I think that's definitely true. I think he is just off the cuff. I think Nelson's reading from a teleprompter is what I think. <laughs> I, I think he's beyond cue I don't think so. I think it's genuine. I think he's, he's, that's just what he is. Just, no, they're like way too polished they're way too polished and rehearsed some of them and when i say that i mean i think he can be the ones coming up with these i mean i wouldn't be yeah. surprised if nelson He's coming up with the sound bite yeah, yeah if he gets out a notebook and writes these out and then kind of memorizes it and remembers to use it later on but his confessionals come off way too polished and rehearsed sometimes i i think he he um i need to add like says name of the season as a fantasy point for next season and just watch nelson rack up the points every single week that he mentions spies <laughs> all these him. spies lies and allies how many times do we think he said battle for independence on total madness they just couldn't show it because they ended up using that as the name of the season <laughs> it's all right brutal. so we talked about the boat trip uh <laughs> let's do this next one very quickly kyle's birthday party that they threw him who gives a fuck uh, again, I, like I barely remember these things in the episode at this point. Like, yeah, the, the kills are funny, fine, sure. It just it just shows again we need like a shit they should have shown. We need that stuff to be in the. They need to inject more of what that like birthday party stuff is because when we get to talk about all stars in a few minutes, like yes. Yeah, so the So why? All right. So pretty much the exact same thing happened in all stars that happened in this episode. Right? Guy walks around with shorts falling off. Why is it funny when it happened in All Stars and just like who gives a fuck in this this season? Like why? I didn't find. I mean, I didn't find it funny in either. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I did too. You know what it is, and it's what we've talked about before. The people on All Stars are just being themselves and having fun, and yes. too much of the flagship show feels rehearsed and planned. It feels like a TV show that is scripted. And it's like a lot of it that it's I think that's like 90% of why the difference that if they're to, they the, just overproduce the flagship show. That's the big problem. They need to let the show breathe a little bit and let stuff be, be more natural instead of trying to plot the fucker out. That's the problem. All right. Uh CT and Devin. I mean, we kind of touched on this, right? So Devin and or excuse me, Devin and Tori. Definitely fight about Devin saying that. Well, why do we think he's trying to throw her in? It's a weird thing to me. Uh, why he's trying? No, I, let, let's talk about the part before that real quick. The, the part where oh, where she, where she tried to, to get him to apologize. Okay. Yeah, T- Tori wants Devin to apologize for the way that he's behaved. Uh, at some point in the show, like Devin talks about how Tori's their friends outside of the show about how Tori is his best female uh, alliance partner in the season, but he doesn't know if he can trust her. Uh, Devin refuses to apologize and Tori just walks off. Um, don't comment. Like, I, I just don't uh, have any. Devin comments. is 100% in the wrong here. Like, 100%, in my opinion. Like, he is, and I said this these last couple episodes, he is misinterpreting what it means to work with someone and have an alliance. An alliance only works if it benefits both of you. At this point in time, Tori helping Devin does nothing for her game whatsoever. Nothing. She uh, could not vote for I him. think on a guy's day, I can see the rationale. She could not vote for him. But they like tell the way Devin talked is she should have thrown the mission so that they definitely won. So he was safe. 
But like, how does that benefit Tori? Well, it would help in the sense that on a woman's day, Devin would be able to protect Tori, right? I, and but I think no, that's but how is he going to justify that to Nani and Casey? I think and, they'd be down. Um, I think they'd be I, like my thing with any of these arguments, I'm because kind of not caring would, because because seeing, if Ruby like, is safe, okay, that means you only have Emmy available yeah, to throw in. But there then Emmy has to pick Nani or Casey or somebody on their team. Wait, wait no, why? Why would Tori be safe? Emerald could still win, and they just wouldn't put in Tori. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. but that's not like a, a situation that happened. This but week. that's not a guarantee. That's not the same thing, though. The way Devin talked is that she should have thrown the challenge so that they won. But yeah, I, I, th- I think that's fine. I don't think that's like a terrible argument. We talked about this last week, I think. Um, no, I mean, I still we, think we, may, terrible, we talked about it last week. It's a terrible I think, idea for Tori. It's a terrible idea. Uh, look, my, my thing is with any of these types of arguments, I, I just end up not caring because we're seeing what's filtered, con- completely produced and filtered content, which is probably showing 15% of what actually happened in this argument versus what actually happened. So it's just, it's hard for me to actually buy into either side of what's going on with these things. Yeah. We, both, we know now that the both only reason there, I so. feel like this is more natural is that is the designated smoking spot in the house, which by the way, became my most upvoted answer on the challenge subreddit. Somebody was like, why do they keep showing this? I'm like, that's where they're all smoking. And then, cause like Devin noticed it, like Tori had the cigarette, like way off in the corner, but you could see the smoke wisps coming up and Devin, we know is a smoker. So like they were out there having a smoke and a conversation. And then the camera realized, they realized what was going on and they started filming the conversation. Like, if they were going to stage that conversation, they would have had them put out their cigarettes and go somewhere else. All right. Did we miss anything else? Um, I wouldn't, I guess we talked about the elimination. I don't know. Like, what do we think? Am I, I, we didn't talk a lot about just like Emerald threatening to throw Tori in, which I just, I just didn't understand because she's probably just picking Big T anyways. Like, I, I was so befuddled by that whole thing. What do you mean? Because well, they're like, oh, we can't put Big T in because Big T might win and join our team. That was so, so stupid. So we need to think about putting in Tori. I, I, I mean, they actually seemingly legitimately In what it. universe I, I, was I, Big T going to win an elimination? I'm sorry. I think I think that they wanted to put in Tori because that just minimized the chance that, not necessarily that go in, but that Big T would actually be able to win, right? That That's what it was. It was minimizing the possibility that Big T would be able to come onto their team. Because there's only three women up for grabs at this point, Right. So it's, I think it's Pennywise and Pound Foolish. Like I, I just think that they're you're, you're overplaying it. They're point. just overthinking it. That's what, the the Darrell the, thing of they're just thinking of, they're overthinking this. What's the downside of putting Tori in? I don't get what the downside is. That you, you burn somebody who was a dedicated ally. To, it was who gives a fuck? We're almost to the final. Let's exactly. make some fucking money. This is go time. That's this been my argument last... about the Devin Tory thing. That exact argument. We're at Let's the end. Let's fucking go, dude. Like put a put her in. Johnny Bananas. I, I, I did not think that would have been a good thing. Why? So, How is this a bad idea? She just calls out Big T and it's like the same thing. I know. And then she comes to Emerald. Amanda's off my team. We got a fucking, we, we got original Emerald back. We Emerald is back minus Josh. Let's fucking go win some money. There's literally no downside to it for them. That's why it was so preposterous to me. That you, you think I should have put her in? Yeah, I would have put her in for sure. Yeah. Why not? And I think Tori, and so not only would I put Tori in, I think Tori should want to go in too. That's the part that I don't get. Like it, it, it just seems like I don't know. Yeah, I like th- what Darrell said could really explain this. Maybe they galaxy brain themselves. I think there's a lot of galaxy brain, and, and they're just sure. so off kilter that they don't understand that the most simple solution 
is probably the best answer here, right? It's it's because you were so crushed and upset to go in, go in and be off of Emerald the first time or to, to be moved off Emerald. This is your chance. You got big T. What, what do you think the percentage chance? You have a big gift wrap bow for an elimination. Yeah, this benefits everyone involved. What, what do you think the probability, unless Tori's fine plan for second place or whatever, or third Which place. Which gets zero money, by the do way. Do they right get now. zero money? Yes. Oh, well, fuck. I mean, this makes no sense then. <laughs> that, that, that's completely idiotic. Well, the way they have done this. The way they have done this since War of the Worlds 2, it is winner take all. That there is no sense. second or third place. It's it's you win money or you don't win money. Well, we still just don't know what's a team final. I know, but if if they're operating under the assumption that they are, if they think that there's like that, they don't have to think that it is a team final or it is not a team final. There's a, a certain probability to the idea that there's a team final, sure. correct? Right. So I think even when you factor that in, she should still want to do it. Yeah. It makes sense for her to do it. The one thing that I feel like a lot of these people don't put through their brain because i think you're right they're galaxy braining it they're overthinking it you cannot make decisions based on potential divergence in the path okay if i think that's very fair if there's a twist you deal with it when it happens you need to play the game based on the information you have at that time and the information they have at this time is that it's teams now could it go individual absolutely but there's no guarantee that that's going to happen. There's no guarantee it's going to go to pairs. There's no guarantee on any of this. So you have to make a decision based on the information you have at the time. The time says it is a team final right now. So Tori's best option is to go in, beat Big T, and then decide where she wants to go. Do you want to go join CT's little band of minions? Or do you want to go back to Emerald? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to think probabilistically about this, right? I, I think that, that that's what you have to factor in. I would I would be curious to hear after the season, once everything is said and done, what they actually thought was going to happen and why they thought it was going to happen that way, right? With, uh, the benefit, with the benefit of hindsight, seeing actually what did does happen. Um, yeah, all right, let's cut this one done. We're not going to do power rankings. Uh, uh, we'll do it next week. Uh, we're going to record All-Stars 2 now, so you'll have that very soon. Next week, we'll be recording as usual. We'll record this Thursday morning, and then we'll record All-Stars Friday morning. Thank you for listening, and have a good week. Bye.